Fire Podcast with me, Steve Miller. We are the show that seeks to light that competitive fire within you in order to jumpstart or optimize your career. Really excited to be welcoming in Carly Croman to the show today. But before I get to Carly, let's talk a little bit about career competitor coaching. That's right, as a performance coach, my focus is on making sure that I provide the service and I facilitate the process necessary in order to help you optimize performance whatever industry whatever background you're coming from my goal as I said is to help you get there to a level where you are truly optimizing what it is you do firing on all cylinders and truly striving to become your optimal self in the process If you are interested in learning a little bit more about what it is I do and how I can be of help to you, please don't hesitate. Reach out to me, steve at careercompetitor.com. That's steve at careercompetitor.com. And we can set up a free 30-minute consultation where you can tell me anything and everything you think I need to know in order to best guide you through a potential coaching process. Now, in addition, while I have you here, make sure you're clicking that fifth star if you're listening to us on Apple Podcasts. Also, in addition, make sure you're subscribing to the show, following the show, whatever you can be doing in order to ensure that whenever we release new content, you are the first person to be getting it. And now that I believe you know everything you need to regarding Career Competitor, let's talk about my guest, Carly Croman, today. So Carly, in her full-time role, works at the University of Arizona as a program manager and now as a professor as well. But in her freelance work, of Carly Croman Consulting. She works as a learning designer and strategy consultant, and that is how she and I got introduced because we've been working together now for a lot of the last couple months on an online tool that I'm hoping to roll out here in the next month or two under my business. But the unique and authentic components to the environment within which Carly likes to work when it comes to her freelance work is really what I wanted to discuss with her here today. Because for as much as things like online education is starting to really explode and become this enormous industry in itself, and she's very much facilitating and providing services that impact that. For me, it's the mission behind her company, which I think is really important for, for you to be listening to today. Because when it comes to creating your own company, or in addition to that, when this comes to simply the career that you choose to follow, What are you holding near and dear to you? How are you making it about you in the sense of what it is you're able to represent through your career and through your company? So we're gonna hear from Carly today about all of these awesome qualities that she really prioritizes when it comes to those she works with and the environment within which she works with as well. Really want you to be paying attention to those authentic qualities and the best part about it too was that we were even able to record this one in person even though she works at the University of Arizona. Believe it or not, her parents live only about 10 miles away from where I live and she was visiting them over the July 4th holiday and insisted that she came over to the house and we did some work on on some of the stuff that she and I are working on but then we sat down with a couple of microphones and, and had a great chat too. So I'm really excited to be introducing Carly Croman to the Career Competitor Podcast here today, and I hope you all enjoy. Okay, well, it gives me great pleasure in person to do today's episode of Career Competitor 
with Carly Chrome and Carly first and foremost. How are you? Oh, I'm so good, Steve. I can't believe we get to meet in person. I'm just thrilled. It's so exciting to be here. It's so exciting. And the beauty of this episode today is one, not only are we getting to do it in person, but two, I currently work with Carly. So Carly is here to tell us all about firstly her company. Secondly, the work that she does. And thirdly, I will obviously then give her the raving review that she deserves <laughs> for the work that she does. Um, but before we go any further, Carly, why don't you just introduce yourself in terms of what it is you do today? Absolutely. So my name is Carly and I am a consultant and coach as well as a full-time professor. But what we're talking about today is the fact that I get to work alongside creatives, entrepreneurs, dreamers, doers, however you want to call yourself, uh, to bring your brilliance into the world. I really believe that everyone has something brilliant that they want to bring into this big, big and beautiful world. Absolutely. And they just need the help to make it real mm-hmm. and the systems to make it sustainable. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And we personally are working on um, my company at the moment in terms of bringing some sort of online tool into the world. And so everything that you just shared there with us is being channeled in my case specifically through this online tool. Now, what I love about what you just said is that you're not limiting yourself too much. You're making yourself available to people to really pursue their their dreams their intentions as fully as possible so my first question has to be where did that desire to facilitate such a wonderful thing in the world where did that desire start do you think yeah i think for me so as an educator i see kind of the power of information and learning and so often i feel that people are learning all the time but they maybe don't know exactly how they can capture and then use that information to make whatever it is they're doing better. So when I um, I studied psychology and neuroscience in undergrad, and I ended up getting my master's in learning design, mm-hmm. um, which is specifically kind of geared towards being able to create learning experiences both online and in person. And so those skills of kind of being able to get something across Mm -hmm. actually also allow me to really pull the expertise out of other people, right? Mm. So asking questions and being able to make a lot of connections, uh, I think that's where I most shine, but really my desire to do that has started with education and and just kind of moved through relationships, making connections with people, making connections to ideas. That's what lights me up. Um, and I just want to keep doing it. The people that I have loved working with the most are trying to make the world better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're trying to make the world the place they want to live in mm-hmm. uh, by creating things and by changing things and by you know slowly but surely shifting some of these systems that we live within. Yeah, I, I, lo- I love the fact that um, there's something about that specific demographic that they have in common is that their intentions seem so pure. There's that desire to really make that massive impact. And the the, the desire that you have to, to educate, to almost, it sounds as though it's almost just like, how do we keep advancing the world that we live in? And how yeah. do I best facilitate all these potential creators in doing that? Yeah. Um, but the educational part of it is the fascinating thing to me because as a 
full-time professor as you are do, let's let's talk about that role like how do you find that ability to bring say the whether it be the creativity in students whether it be you know just the the general intentions of them do you find that an easy thing to do as a professor as well I think so I mean I think as you were speaking what came to my mind is like everyone's a person mm-hmm. we're all humans and right. I think when we can start from our shared common humanity things flow a lot easier mm. and so as uh, as an educator when I'm in the classroom I try to start there and remind my students that I'm also a human we're all experiencing <laughs> this shared human experience and um, same thing with clients it's like can we start from our humanity and then build things that make this life a little bit softer easier um, foster connection foster that creativity for sure yeah well the beauty that in that sorry is that you're disarming people enough where they feel that they can come to you like that that is a skill that is a it's it's like an injection of vulnerability it's like i'm gonna be vulnerable i'm gonna put myself out there and say hey i guys i'm human yes professor doesn't matter take the professor out of it if it makes you feel better yeah like underneath start with human you know and same with clients it's like start with human like it, yeah. it, it understanding that just by disarming people enough they're going to feel comfortable enough to come to you and that's got to be a huge part of the work that you do again as someone who is a client of yours <laughs> um i think it's it, it, it's very comforting in a way to know that i can come to you but because i'm initiating the communication it's also opening up my mind to ideas Mm -hmm. so you're in in a way just through disarming that communication enough where someone feels they can initiate the communication you're actually providing a catalyst for creativity in that in that same way i mean how much how much do you find i mean i know i will randomly text you at times (laughs) between our sessions um but how much do you find that creativity starts to really flow when you feel as though that initial communication, maybe there's like an initial sort of barriers there is with most people when you first start working with them. Like when that starts to disappear, how quickly do you see that creativity start to really flow with clients? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think very quickly, and I think I can attribute that to the fact that as learners, as creators, we are doing that through our bodies, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like not just our shared common humanity, but also this vessel that carries around our brain and the fact that everything we do is embodied. And so right. I think when we're able to create space for that relationship building, to feel safe, to step out of that like fight or flight mm-hmm. response yeah. and come from a place of like, okay, I'm, I'm good here. I know that I can express my ideas without fear that, mm-hmm. um, they're going to be shot down. And a lot of this comes from my background in human centered design. Mm-hmm. And so this process of really taking things as they come and iterating upon them in a really circular way. And people within that field of human-centered design talk about something called creative confidence. And I think Mm -hmm. that's what you're getting at is just this idea that I feel like whatever I share here is going to be accepted and built upon versus um, the the idea or the feeling that like I'm going to get it wrong. Right. Um, And I think that's when we start to get these really innovative and exciting moments of, you know, that spark of a new idea 
and a new connection is because we feel safe in our bodies. We feel safe with each other. Mm -hmm. And whether it's in the classroom or with a new client, I feel like it's so important for me to always build in. I even put it in my agenda. So like relationship building or Mm. building collaboration. Anytime I send out a new, um, absolutely in my one-on-one coaching, obviously, but any time I send out a new consulting agreement, one of the tasks is collaboration and relationship building. Mm. I think you saw that. Yeah. In, yeah. 100%. Contract, yeah. So. And I, and I, you know, that's what's so funny is that I, I always consider myself a, someone that would be easy to work with in the sense of because, because I am a coach, I therefore have to be coachable. Like that's just right. something I've always told myself is like, you can't be pointing fingers at everybody and then not have a finger pointed at you. Um, but the, the part I'm sort of getting at here is that you're allowing me to be myself and then I'm also turning around to you and saying, hold me accountable to being myself, please. Don't allow me to turn into some version of myself because I think I need to be that version of myself. Because, you know, and, and I, I think that's the human element of what you're offering through your service is that you're not just sort of saying, like, hey, here's the blueprint. You're saying that, no, 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 there is no, without you, the client, there is no blueprint. And that's, yes. that's incredibly interesting but also you know again as someone who has been your who is your client it's easy for me to to speak this way because you know the proof is very much in the pudding I've seen it (laughs) (laughs) I've seen it and and so I I think that's I think that it makes me want to sort of ask a little bit more about what do you feel your methods are you know as opposed to you know building relationships is great but what do those methods look like to bring that level of comfort and also build that relationship with the client yeah yeah I think one thing I always joke about is like I'm not here to give you advice Mm. which you know is kind of counterintuitive because often (laughs) with a coach it's like of course you are like you're the person right 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 and it's like I don't need you I don't feel um compelled to need you to do what I say I want you to do what works for you Mm -hmm. I want you to take something in and I want to foster a space where you have the discernment to say this works for me or this doesn't because that's where we get the sustainability mm-hmm. is when you take something, maybe I can tell you the way I do it or the way I've seen people do it yep. and the, how that's been successful. But then it's like building in that reflection. And I think that is really the cornerstone of my practice is these moments of intentional and intense reflection <laughs> of like, what is it that works here and what doesn't? And how are we going to use that information? Because mm. again, like I said at the beginning, it's like we can learn and learn and learn all day. We can read the articles. We can do all the things. But if we're not using that information, if we're not putting mm. it into practice, it really isn't working for us in the way that it could. Yeah. Um, so a lot of the ways that I'll work with a client after we've built that relationship is trying on and experimenting with strategies. Yeah. So taking something, taking the problem saying like, what could we try? Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite questions. What right. could we try here? Right. Like what if, right. And then, um, applying it and seeing how it works usually within a, a couple of weeks, because if you try something for one day, you probably won't get the data that right. you need <laughs> to decide. Um, but yeah, trying it for a couple of weeks and coming back and, and really in, engaging in that intentional reflection. We will get right back to our interview in just a moment as I wanted to take a moment to tell you about my new favorite socks in Soldier Socks, American-made premium socks founded 
on giving back to U.S. troops. They have an awesome collection of socks to satisfy any and all needs with options to buy individual pairs and multi-packs as well. But whichever pair you choose, you will receive the same premium quality with no substitutions. Most importantly, for every pair purchased, one pair of their Thomas sock is sent to an active member of the U.S. military as soldier socks are making their impact felt soul to soul. So if you are looking to upgrade your sock game and do your part for a great cause as well, head to soldiersocks.com, that's soldier spelled S-O-L-E, soldiersocks.com today to add that extra comfort to your feet and to support U.S. troops in the process. Let's get back to the interview. What's funny is that, you know, obviously you, depending on the client, you term yourself as a coach or a consultant in, in so much of what you're talking about here, um, pertains to my work with, with what I do with clients too. Uh, but at, at the same time, I, I will say with clients now and again, like, do, do you mind if I just consult for a second? Do you, do you mind if I go from asking the questions to maybe just providing a little bit of insight yeah. here? Um, and so for me, I'm curious, like, how do you find, how do, how do you find balancing that? Because you're, you're trying to give this person enough, a client, um, you know, this disarming treatment of just like, hey, be you, be you, be you. But there's gonna be, there's gonna come a time where it's just like, and again, I've worked with you and I, pre- and I told you from the beginning, like, just tell me if it's not a good idea. <laughs> um, yes. But, you know, just with that being said, like, this, what does that look like to you in terms of knowing, okay, coach hat versus consulting hat? Yeah, I think earlier in my business, when I first started out, that was a lot clearer, yeah. right? Like it was like, this is clearly a consulting project and it's going to be a little bit more formal and it's definitely going to be a place where I have to step in and own my expertise and be a little bit more bold. Right. Um, where this is like more of a coaching relationship. Mm-hmm. I feel maybe especially with our relationship, <laughs> things have blurred a little bit more. And I think I've just gotten more kind of comfortable or adept at stepping and doing that little dance. Um, yeah. But I think it's really about knowing that people usually need a combination of mindset and support like Mm. mindset work and strategy Mm. and so knowing when you need to step into that kind of strategic space of like we gotta do something and we're gonna make it work versus like when someone needs to come to that conclusion on their own so that's sort of how i see it is like they play together we (laughs) we step from one side to the other but also as intuitive as this might seem people forget it i just ask like, yep. what do you need here? Yep. What would be most supportive in this moment? Yep. And then I can draw on what I know. And if I don't know, I'm also willing to say that. Mm-hmm. And it's such an important question that so many people in so many roles just need to be willing to play that question, that card, just now and again, just like, what do you need from me right now? Yeah. And I think everybody assumes that they, if someone's asking them for a conversation or to engage, they're looking for a hero. And sometimes mm-hmm. they just they don't know what it is they're asking for and one of the best things you can ask them is just hey how can i help you sort of figure that out like yeah. what, what can i do to sort of get you there um a lot of what we're talking about here though too is that whole notion of knowledge is power but only if we're willing to really apply it and, and use it when you look at the the sort of how this whole idea was born and, and where this company began why why do you, why did you have such a passion for very much believing that not only do people have knowledge but we have the ability to actually share it and educate others like where did that belief come from i suppose yeah 
Uh, I love that question. I think <laughs> it really came from people believing in me, right? Ooh, so I think as a young person, I was extremely ambitious. I guess I'm still a young person, but as a younger person, <laughs> um, I was extremely ambitious and I had a lot of ideas and no one really wanted to listen mm. until someone did. Yep. And that really changed <laughs> things for me. Like the opportunity to design things, do things, dream things and see the results. And so that is really where my passion for education comes, right? Cause I mm. can, I've seen in my own life and I've seen for others how pivotal that moment of someone letting you do your thing can yeah. be. Um, and I wanted to create that space for other people of like, let's give you the space to grow and learn and become the person that you want to be, but not only the person, uh, but also have the impact, right? So I think right. when we have enough people who are doing that, mm -hmm. we start to see the ripple effect within our communities and our countries. And um, that's what I'm really excited about is like that we could truly make change in a way that feels good in our bodies to our, to the people we're mm -hmm. with, like yeah. um, and who surround us and also to our communities and the people who most need us. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I think I think that answered the question. It does. It does because what it what it does is it it, it tells me that there's this uh, there's this belief that there's always more people that we can be impacting. Yeah. You know, and that, that's what I'm hearing is just like there's, you know, I, I came to you with an idea, and it started as an idea, and then we started to talk and we worked together more and more, and before you know it, you go, okay, the idea, the the the, the birth of the idea was great. The idea has somewhat evolved and shifted yeah. and through that evolution we've started to realize who this can truly impact and that in itself is where what it is you're doing is so powerful is that you're opening doors to potentially influence and impact other people through the work that you're doing but mainly not, not necessarily the end result as opposed because that's what's so easy to do right now is just sort of say okay whether it be an online tool whether it be an educational course whatever it may be like that being the, the, that being the focus yeah it's really it's the process of getting to that i'm such a process person <laughs> like truly process over product mm. i think that when you have good processes not only do they lead to great end results mm. you can reuse them to yes. keep creating great yes. results yes. so that gets me i'm such a nerd about processes <laughs> and systems and like anything that you're makes, supposed to be you're paid yeah, to be <laughs> yeah i guess that's good um but yeah like anything that makes doing work more joyful easeful mm. and also like more efficient yeah um i love that stuff and that's really what i work with people one-on-one -on -one coaching is like okay how can we create some systems and systems can be as simple as like an inbox on your table that catches your mail. I don't right. think, I think we think of the word system as something super complex. Mm -hmm. And, um, I found in my life, even just setting up something that is repeatable and sustainable and mm. works for me instead of something I read in a book and I want to copy and paste into my life without any adjustment, you know, right. and that would be easy. I would love that, <laughs> but I think <laughs> it requires a little bit of tailoring to yeah. your, to your own life. Yeah. No, I, I, the, the concept of something being repeatable and sustainable, I think is, is, is really important, um, in the work that you do in, in that, you know, someone, yes, I came to you to work on a specific, getting a specific idea to into, fruition and, and, and making it practical but already just on the work that we're doing we've come up with like you know this is what we could do right now but you know if we look at this again 
six months from now, this is what it could be. And I think that willingness to work and focus on the process, it, it, it creates so much more, you know, repeatability, sustainability, and, and just potential for growth. And that, I mean, I think when you, when you approach what it is you're doing with that in mind, suddenly you realize like, okay, maybe just about anybody can can has some educate some some knowledge within them that they can maybe be sharing yes. i mean i don't think that's unrealistic right no, i think no. we've all got it there yeah you say i think everybody has something that they want to share i think we all have goals that we think about when we're about to fall asleep that we mm. haven't told anyone we right. know and i want to bring those goals out into the real world mm-hmm. um and i also want i think the common denominator for the folks that i work with is really people who are trying to make something more accessible Mm -hmm. or something more equitable right so it's like how do we get information out into the world and whether that's what the work you do like i work with someone who's a musician right now trying to build her platform or um really organizationally people trying to you know create shifts and create more opportunities so the other end of that spectrum is working with folks like a foundation in hawaii who support native entrepreneurs like it mm. really can look a lot of different ways maybe that will narrow in the future i don't sure, know sure. um but i think right now i'm just excited about people who want to want to pursue something they're yeah. they're on a journey they're going there mm. but they want support on the way 100 percent. and like you said there that creativity can happen anytime day or night but the confidence component is very much where you come in and, and building that confidence enough to somebody's like okay not only do i want to be creative but i actually want to share it and i think that's you know i'm obviously a fan you know that you know five star review wherever (laughs) i can put it um and all that kind of thing but before i let you go carly please tell everybody where they can learn more about what it is you do yeah absolutely so if you're interested in any learning design support i will point you towards my website carlychroman.com and if you want to talk about one-on-one coaching and really just riff on fun topics and build a relationship with me come find me on instagram at carly dot here h-e-r-e love it love it well make sure you're doing both of those things carly so happy we we're able to do this Thank in person you so much. Um, and i i cannot speak more highly of you than than I already have. Um, but at the same time, I'm just excited to continue working with you. And thank you so much for yeah, coming on the show. Thank you, Steve. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed all of that conversation as much as I did. And I thank Carly for joining us on the show today. Always great to sit down and speak with someone in person. Allows it to be that little bit more conversational. The main takeaway that I really hope you all heard through this through this interview was that of just remaining true and loyal to yourself. And for me, we can do that within our careers and we can do that within our companies if it is a priority, if it is something we truly decide to make a priority within our work and within the way we build relationships, the way we represent ourselves, all these different opportunities within our space, it really does not matter what space you're working within when it comes to remaining loyal and truthful towards yourself. And Carly prioritizes this within all of her relationships, within all of her work. And something that I I highlighted there within the interview too 
in relation to not necessarily having a blueprint that she inserts into the work she does, but really allowing those that she works with to, in a way, influence it to the extent of where they're almost dictating what that blueprint needs to look like. And that takes a very special set of skills uh, on Carly's part in order to do that, that ability to listen, that ability to connect, understand that someone has come to her to serve a greater good. And as I can, I can only preach this and emphasize this so much because I have the luxury of being able to be a client of Carly's at the moment. So when I get to do the interview this way and when I get to do the show this way where I know not only the person that I'm talking to, but even how they work and why they work the way they do, it makes it much easier for me to really pull the, the type of content that can be of impact to you. And I really hope you're hearing this. I really hope you're looking at your career and your objectives and the decisions that you make uh, within your space and think, how do, I, how do I include me that little bit more? How do I build relationships in business the same way that I emphasize and prioritize building relationships maybe in my personal life too? Will that mean that I have to give up something? Just a couple of things along the way in order for me to just remain a little bit more true to the ideals and principles that I have built and I believe I have built my life on. So really give this some thought and I hope it it almost challenges you to the point of where you maybe think, man, I, I just, I have to change. I need to make some changes in order to implement this type of stuff. I hope it's, I hope this interview's had that type of power because for me, working again, like as I said, as closely as I have with Carly, it allows me to look at the way I engage with my clients and think about how I deliver on authenticity, how I deliver on principles that I know are near and dear to the hearts of, of my clients. Uh, so should be some food for thought here. Should be an opportunity to feel a little bit challenged as well from today's content. And of course, reach out to Carly as well. In the meantime, we've got more fantastic insight interviews coming your way over the weeks ahead. I'm actually going to be taking a week off uh, off the podcast and we'll be traveling with the family a little bit across the west so i'm excited to do that uh, but in the meantime best of luck with anything and everything that you've got going on within your world and i look forward to catching up with you guys in the middle of august very soon and bye for now